Welcome back to another episode of the Gen Z Football Podcast. And we're doing a special end of season podcast. We will run through our uh, selected team of the season. Team of the season. Team of the season. Premier League table. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Premier League team of the season. Uh, we'll also run through uh, Premier League player of the season, uh, young player of the season, signing of the season, goal of the season, and match of the season. Um, and we'll also look back at our predictions of the Premier League table. We'll do that first. We'll go on All right. the table first. So we'll run into that straight away. So, uh, when was it? It was the season started in September this year. Um, so it was about August. We made our predictions uh, for the league. Uh, I reckon we go from bottom up. All right. Say who we got, how far off we were, and then we'll reveal who was closest in the end. I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Um, who did you put in twentieth? I put position? Brighton. So obviously Sheffield finished last. Yep. Where, how far off were you there? I was four places off there. Where did Brighton fit? Oh, oh, yeah. 16th. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. I had West Brom, so I got them relegated was right, but a one-off. They finished 19th, unfortunately. Uh, obviously, Sheffield finished last. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't the greatest season. No one really would have predicted after they finished ninth the previous season. Yep. Um, so, yeah, next up, what do we have there? Yeah, I put uh, Palace to finish 19th. Obviously, okay. West Brom finished 19th. Yeah, Palace finishing 14th eventually. I had Newcastle, again, another team that didn't get relegated. They came... F- uh, where's Newcastle? Uh, they came 12th. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah, I lost a few points there. But, yeah, um, again, Newcastle looked very weak at the end of last season, as did uh, Villa... Uh, West Ham, who ended up doing not too bad either. Um, who'd you have in the final relegation spot? I had Fulham. We both had Fulham. Both got um, Fulham right in the exact right spot. And well. that was bang on, yeah. Bang on. Zero points lost there. Um, okay, moving up. Say who you put 17th, 16th, 15th. All right, so going up, I had Villa, West Brom, and West Ham. Um, obviously. Okay. I had... I had West Ham 17th, Palace 16th, Brighton 15th. Mm. Now, obviously, the final standings, Burnley did finish 17th, uh, Brighton 16th, Southampton 15th. So, I've just realised I was only one off for Brighton, not two. (sighs) So, yeah, obviously, West Ham finished... Uh, fifth, I believe, or sixth, sorry. Yep. Uh, Palace, as we said before, finished 14th. Brighton, as you already predicted, did not come last. They came 16th. Um, who did you have again, sorry? Where? 17th, 16th, 15th. Uh, I had Villa, West Brom, and West Ham. Yeah, so, yeah, West Ham, as we said. Villa also improved a lot from last season, 11th, and, uh, West Brom got relegated. All right, now let's do 14, let's do 14, 13, 12. Just keep going up by three. Alrighty. So 14th, I had Newcastle. Obviously, they finished 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, 13th, I have Burnley, and they finished 17th. Above relegation, yep. And 12th, I had Southampton, and they finished 15th. Yep. I had Villa 
who finished 11th, and that was in 15th. Oh, I've stuffed up again there. That was <laughs> meant to be four, not three. So that evens out again. Yeah. <laughs> um, above them, I had Leeds, who finished 9th. And in 12th, I had Sheffield. I expect them to drop, but not that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was my one of my big losers that that, that year. Um, now let's go. What are we up to? 12th. 11, 10, 9. Yeah, let's do. Let's just do 11, 10 first. All right. So I had, I had Wolverhampton Wanderers 11th, and they finished 13th. So pretty close. But even closer is next. I had Leeds to finish 10th, which you said at the time was mad. And they finished ninth. A lot of people said it was mad. And they finished ninth. So yeah. I'm pretty happy with that prediction. Okay. Um, probably uh, they were pretty close to finishing tenth, but you know, pretty yeah. happy with that. Um, what do you have? Eleventh, uh, I had Burnley. Uh, just survived. Well, didn't just, but comfortably yeah. survived relegation, I should say. And in tenth, I got Everton bang on. On the on the head there, so yep. I was six off for Burnley, none for Everton. Now into the top ten, all let's right. do nine, eight, seven. Oh, nine and eight, I suppose, yeah, right. and then we'll go to European. Um, so sports. I had Everton ninth. So you're one off there. So I switched, switched them around. It would have been right. Yeah. And Sheffield eighth. So I was twelve off there. Biggest yeah. um, fault, yeah. just because I thought that I would, I couldn't see them doing worse. Yeah. Um, because they did so well last season. Um, I had Southampton ninth. Uh, mm. They finished 15th, so it was six off. And I had Leicester in eighth. Mm. And they were in the top four for the longest period of time in the <laughs> league. Um, coming fifth, so it was three off for that one. Um, so, yeah, well, let's move into European spots. So, we'll do the seven, seven six, six, five. Yep. Let's do those ones. All right, so seven. I had... I had, Leic- I had Le- I had Leicester seventh, and of course they finished fifth. I had Arsenal seventh. So I had one off there. I had Arsenal sixth, and of course okay. they finished eighth. I had Wolves in sixth, which is another big one, seven off. And I had Spurs in fifth, and they finished seventh. I also put Spurs fifth, so I was two off so that one. So I got them right, just in the wrong order. Suppose so, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, final four. You got one of them right. I got all of mine wrong, but all I got the top four right. This in the wrong order. So did I? Oh no, yeah. I didn't. Yes, I did. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who'd you have fourth? Uh, fourth, the I had same. Manchester United. United, yeah. So two off there. Um, exceeded. They didn't feel like a second finish team, no, but they, they got the results that. they needed. Uh, third, who'd you have? Third, I had Chelsea. Yes, could have. Been true if they had a one last night. If they had a one, yeah, we would have got that one right. I also did Chelsea in third, but we had our top two switched up. Yes. I had City in second, Liverpool first. And I had City first and Liverpool second, and yeah. City did win the league. Yeah. So all that's right. all that's all for I, I just can't believe like some of these, like you look back on you. They're so why? close and then why some of them would seem there? absurd. Especially like West Ham down the bottom, Newcastle even. Sheffield's yeah. so high. Wolves so high. And Wolves in sixth. And they're now... And Burnley didn't really do that well. Yeah. <laughs> um, when's the season start back? It starts back in August. So we'll probably have oh, a couple, a while. Yeah. couple months off. An actual break, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to win this next year. So I was... What was oh, okay. I? You won it this year. I won it this year. I'm going to win it again. By two. So I got 58 and you got 60. Mm-hmm. 
Way better than last year for me. I looked Same. back on my last year's one. I was 82 off last year. I would year. have been fair way off. Yeah. Um, I mean, the top four is generally the same. I don't really see anyone breaking into that again at the moment, at this stage, but... Depending on signings. Um, um, so, yeah, now we'll quickly move on to our team of the seasons. Yep. Um, and then we'll do our individual awards uh, after that. All right, so we'll start off the team of the season with the goalkeeper. Okay. And we both put... Edison mm. from Man City. Um, I mean, yeah, 19 clean sheets. Yeah, Golden uh, glove. Golden glove, yeah. Uh, there was honourable mentions, I guess, midway through the season who could compete with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Emi Martinez of Villa was one of them. Mendy also coming through from Chelsea. Um, they were probably the two biggest ones mm-hmm. that played consistently throughout the year. Um, so, yeah, Edison for both of us. And I think our back fours are exactly the same. Just the, looking our at back them. four is exactly the same yeah. with, um, well, it doesn't matter which way we read it, uh, Cresswell, Stones, Diaz, and Shaw. Yeah, so we go, yeah, Cresswell and Shaw on the flanks. I get They're both left backs, but one of them doesn't really matter. Cresswell, most assists by defender in the league. Shaw... Easily his best season in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, also provided a lot of assist and attacking flair. Stones and Diaz. Now, when at the start of the season, thinking on um, who would have been City starting to, you wouldn't have guessed these no. two. No, no. Especially after they signed Nathan Ake. Barely played a game. He's injured a lot, but barely played. Um, he won the league. Yeah. <laughs> and they had, uh, what's his name? I'm Eric Laporte. Um, which he also he wasn't injured a lot. He was injured last year, wasn't injured a lot this year. So for those two to be the ones that played every game and they also went up and scored a lot, had a lot of clean sheets as Edison, helped Edison win that golden glove. I think that's a pretty, uh, pretty solid back four. And I think Diaz, you'll probably hear from me later, but Diaz, um, I've praised him a lot this year and I'm proud by that. Yeah, uh, moving on to the midfield... Um, yep. We both had De Bruyne and Fernandez in the midfield. Yes. And our difference in uh, the... Who's, so, oh, we'll talk about Bruno, Bruno and De Bruyne. Yeah, first. right. So, Fernandez scored 18 goals in the Prem, nine being penalties, but <laughs> let's not talk... Let's, not, let's actually just nah. not talk about it. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, okay. He, uh, he got 18 goals, just outstanding by a midfielder. <laughs> uh, De Bruyne... Missed a big chunk of the season with injury and still managed to be one of the most influential players in the comp this season. Um, Man City wouldn't have probably been able to win by as much as they did without him. They probably still would have won the league. Um, yep. Probably not as easily, though. Um, who is your other midfielder? I went with Ilkay uh, Ilkay Gundogan. Um, yeah, the German international... Had, I'd say, probably two-thirds of the season was outstanding for him. Um, especially the last half, he came alive. It's like, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It was like the third quarter of the season when he won those two player of the yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. Went absolutely bananas with De Bruyne out of the side. Mm. Pretty much controlled the whole side. That's why I think he is a good shout. Um, however, I went the opposite route. Oh, not the opposite route, but a bit different. I went with Thomas Suchek. Of West Ham. Um, probably isn't highlighted enough how much of an impact he had on West Ham. 
mainly because they didn't win the title or anything. They just come sixth. They were in the top four for a little bit. They were in the top five for a little bit, for probably more. Um, but yeah, he scored the most open play goals by any midfielder this season, being such a big presence in the box. Um, I think he scored 10 or 11 uh, goals uh, in open play, that is. Um, <coughs> yeah, um, and yeah, if West Ham had to come any higher, he would probably be one of those players you think like on, like he was. He's just a big presence in the team. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, I've gone with Thomas Suchek. And we both had the same forward line with... Surprisingly. Uh, like Mohamed Salah, Harry Kane and... Phil, Philip Foden. Phil Foden, the city mascot. <laughs> the city mascot. Um, yeah, I mean, Hurricane, Golden Boot, Playmaker Award, won every freaking award that you could, besides Golden Glove. Um, oh, that would be a surprise. That would. Um, and to win, <laughs> yeah, funny enough. Allison might win the Golden Boot next season. Um, one. So, yeah, he finished the season with 23 goals, 13 assists, I believe. Might have been more assists. 23 goals, 14, 14 assists. 14 assists, yeah. yeah. Um, Salah uh, had 22 goals. I think it was six assists. He might have had that, another yeah. couple overnight. And Foden had, uh, he had nine goals and five assists. Yeah, I've operated in the midfield as well, but mainly as a winger. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. yeah. He only played 28 out of the 38 games too. Yeah. Started 28 or played 30? Played. Wow, yeah, but I I I just think he, um, similar to Suchek, like doesn't have the biggest statistical presence, mm. but when he's on the ball, he's electric, runs their forward line, especially when they didn't have any strikers for the start of the season. They were playing Sterling as a striker, him on the wing. That's mainly why I've got him in there. And he's only twenty. He's twenty. He's won three Premier Leagues. He's twenty. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, what's the date? It's his birthday. Uh, it might be soon. Anyway. It's his birthday. I think it's next week. Uh, continue. Um, and we've both gone for the exact same manager of the season. Marcelo Biel. Oh, no. Yep. No, you're right. I know how much you wanted to go for him. But yeah. uh, Pep Guardiola. I oh. think when, when a team wins the league so convincingly, yeah. you have to. Especially the way they did it. Um, coming back from where they were 11th at Christmas, I think. Yeah, Phil um, Foden's birthday is on the twenty sixth, only two days away. Two days away. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I know you could probably make arguments for Thomas Tuchel, but he wasn't there long enough. I don't think. Um, yeah. David Moyes would David be David Moyes as show. well. Uh, Brendan Rodgers. If they had made Champions League, maybe would have been a shout. But he still. I still think you can't top Pep, especially um, the way he turned the season around early. Uh, well, not early on, but they, yeah. they turned their season. They were tenth at one point, so that's. Yeah, and if Villa had a stayed up, Dean Smith, or had a stayed up near the top as they were, Dean Smith would have been a shout. But yeah, Pep, head and shoulders above everyone else this season so far. Indeed. This season, it's all over. Um, So yeah, that's our, so I'll go through, you want to go through your team just quickly, briefly go over it again. Yeah, so from the back, uh, we're doing a 4-3-3, if you haven't guessed. 4-3-3. So I went uh, Shaw, Cresswell, Stones, Diaz. Then Gunnigan, De Bruyne, Fernandez, then Foden, Kane, and Seller, and Edison goal. Edison in goal, yeah. So I've gone Pep with the manager as we just said. And Pep, yeah. Edison in goal, Cresswell right back, Stones and Diaz partnership in the centre of the defence, and Luke Shaw on the left and back. But 
Actually, I'm going to swap that because Cresswell had more impact. Sure, right back, Cresswell, left back. Uh, across the midfield, I've put Suchek in a defensive centre mid. Uh, Fernandez and De Bruyne are the other mids. Salah, right wing, Kane striker, Foden, left wing. Um, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, now we'll who, move on to the... Oh, we'll just, we'll just do it now. We'll just do it now. Start, it. Uh, um, start with player of the season. Let's go player of the season. Yep. So, who do you have? I've gone Ruben Diaz of Man City. Um, if I have to think why, um, back when, well, last season, when Liverpool won the title, Van Dijk had that big, big signing, big presence. A lot of, a, well, not a lot of attacking flair, but was able to provide assistance in attack, helped with clean sheets. I think Allison won the Golden Glove as well as Edison. They shared the Golden Glove last season. Um, was a staple person or staple personality of who, how to win games. And you don't have to score goals, or you obviously have to score goals to win games, but clean sheep's help. Um, and I think he, he has had the biggest effect on City, or if not, he's had a bigger effect on Man City than Van Dyke did at Liverpool in the two years he had before they won, which I think is a, it's bold, but hmm. I think he really has. Especially to partner up with Stones, who wasn't the first-choice centre-back as well at the same time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he's complimented him. So, I've gone Ruben Diaz, player of the season. Um, I've gone completely different up the other end of the pitch. I went with Harry Kane. Um, for me, this is a bit of an obvious choice. Uh, he scored 23 goals, winning the Golden Boot, as we mentioned before, and 14 assists, winning the Playmaker Award. He made 908 passes and 65 accurate long balls, 11 clean sheets, and he started, he played, sorry, he played 35. Him clean sheets. <laughs> yeah, 11, 35 out of the th- uh, 38 um, games. His goal tally could have been 30 or 40, really, if he, you know, <laughs> if he didn't hand it off of, to Son a few times. Could have been. Well, no, I mean, okay. Yeah. His, like his involvement they, with Son, score every time yeah. Tottenham. I mean, he didn't. He doesn't have the team around him like Diaz does. So yeah. uh, that, that's the biggest thing I think. Comparing the two, if you want to, um, Diaz has the world class talent around him that you know he can rely on. Whereas Harry Kane has to pretty much him, carry Tottenham every him week. And Son carry Tottenham really early on. Yeah, um, you know he's a leader. Um, and yeah, I just Probably think he's playing with Diaz next season. <laughs> Could be. He could be. Yeah. He, he very well could be. But I think, yeah, I think this is just an obvious choice. Yeah. Um, it was very close to being mine, considering who my signing of the season was. Uh, do you just want to do... Oh, we'll do Young Player of the Season because we've got yeah, the same. Sure, we do have the same. Um, Phil Bloody Foden. Philip Bloody Foden. He's 20, so he's still legible. I think you have to be twenty under 22. So at 21 the at the start of the yeah. season. Or less. Um, yeah, um, so he played 28 out of the 38 games. Mm-hmm. He scored nine goals and five assists. He had zero yellow cards and zero red cards. Discipline. He made 764 passes and 74 crosses. It's pretty impressive. Um, he had only had 12 fouls and three offsides, um, yeah. which is very impressive. But yeah. Compared uh, to... Oh, mate, I, I think he's head and shoulders above any other young player. At the with way the stats playing, he is, yeah. The way he plays and has an effect at such a young age, mm-hmm. I think so. Yep. Uh, best signing? Signing of the season. You start. You go. All right. Obviously. So my uh, signing of the season is Edouard Mendy. 
Uh, for Chelsea, um, he had that's right, 16 clean sheets, which is pretty decent. Um, 57 saves, uh, 208 recoveries, and uh, <clears throat> that were leading to goal. 28 recoveries, which led to goal. Um, since signing for Chelsea, he Chelsea only conceded 36 goals, um, but he only let through 25, which is pretty decent um, for, the, for the amount of goals. But I think the main thing is the, the impact that he had on Chelsea. Um, last year, Chelsea conceded 54 goals. Yeah. This year, we conceded... Uh, Chelsea conceded 36 goals, which is a massive impact. Mm. Um, and yeah, I, I can't think of anyone. Well, you obviously have. But um, yeah, I think he's probably the best signing in terms of impact on overall team performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of finding other reasons why other than just basic stats. Um, let me just quickly get this up and then I'll be ready. Um, so yeah, uh, my signing of the season, I also had Ruben Diaz um, as he was my player of the season. It only made sense to make him the signing of the season. His first year in the Premier League as well, let's say that. First year in the Premier League to be able to adapt that quickly. Um, City signed him for 60 mil, I believe, 61 mil. Um, and at the same time, they oh, beforehand, they signed Ake as well for 40 mil. Um, we should probably also mention that Mendy only costs Chelsea 22 mil, which is very good for the quality of player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, again, as you said, defensively, he's helped City improve. Um, they conceded 67 goals last season, obviously, with their main defender out. Uh, this year, only conceding 51, so 10, 15 goals less than last year. They've also been able to score more points than last year, which he uh, he's won two games, I believe, off his own head, um, which helps. And yeah, as a, pretty much every other point I've said, why is the player of the season? It's also why is the signing of the season? I think that only makes sense. Yep. All right. All right. Let's go to our game of the season. Um, what have you got? Uh, so I went with... The yeah. The Miller... The, not the Miller. The match between Villa, uh, Aston Villa and Liverpool at Villa Park on the 5th of October in 2020, which ended 7-2 to Villa. Um, yeah, this was uh, an astonishing match considering it was not long before um, that Liverpool were the champions. or that They were the champions, but not long before they were crowned champions and everyone thought them pretty much untouchable. Um, yeah, so if you run through the goals, Ollie Watkins had an amazing game. He scored in the 4th, 22nd and 39th. His first, first Premier League hat-trick. Yeah, minute. John McGinn scored in the 35th. Ross Barclay, coming straight from Chelsea the week prior, scored at the 55th minute. Jack Grealish scored in the 66th and 75th minute, which is pretty uh, incredible. And then uh, Mo Salah scored, trying to get some of it back, and the 33rd and the 60th minute. Um, what was it? It was 4-1 at halftime. Yeah. Madness. Um, so Villa had 18 shots, seven successful Um Liverpool had 14 shots, um, and they were pretty pretty close. I think shots on target, they had eight, and so good saves as well by Martinez. The um, possession is what gets me, and the passes. Possession, 
Villa only had 30% possession. It's got seven goals. That's pretty and impressive. Liverpool and had they three only times made 285 passes. <sighs> and they only had a pass accuracy of uh, 68%, which compared to um, Liverpool's 85 is pretty mental. Um, they only had seven fouls. Uh, Liverpool had 10. Um, they had two yellow cards, though. Liverpool had one. No red cards during the match. Uh, they had two offsides, so could have been a few more. The um, thing maybe. for Villa here is... This was before Van Dyke and Gomez were still in. They were still. They were playing. still in the team. But the only thing was, Allison wasn't playing. No, but but I'm not going to blame. A bit of a cop. I'm not going to yeah. blame Adrian. Um, oh, you're not going to cop. <laughs> no, so that's a bit of a cop. Yeah. To to claim oh, Allison makes <laughs> a what yeah. a seven goal difference. I don't think de- so. They still would have lost with. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think two of the goals the th- were... The thing is, Liverpool had seven corners as well. so long ago. I can't even remember this Liverpool game. Liverpool had seven corners and um, Aston Villa only had two. Yeah, but I think this was just an incredible match. Um, and it just showed um, how far Liverpool not dropped. Um, I mean, they still finished the year on top of the table. What? Liverpool Chelsea finished the year on top of oh, the table. Oh, at Christmas they were. Are you anyway, sure? Um, but... Yeah, anyway. But it just shows how far Villa had come since they would probably should have been relegated, arguably, with some of the goals that, uh, that kept them above uh, the year before. But anyway, what game did you have? Uh, so my match of the season was West Ham versus Tottenham at London Olympic Stadium. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Um so yeah, Tottenham home game. It ended at 3 3. It's quite odd for a match of the season, but the scenes were uh, unmatched, even though there was no. I don't think they had fans here at the stadium at that point. Not at that point. Um, yeah, so anyway, Tottenham went up three goals to nil in the first 16 minutes, Son scoring in the very first minute, uh, Harry Kane scoring a brace within eight minutes in the eighth and 16th minute. Um, and then. They weren't able to keep going from there as West Ham, you know, they, they stayed in the game. They just weren't able to score. Gets to the 80th minute. Uh, Fabian Balbuena scored their first in the 82nd. Then they got an own goal in the 85th, brought them right back into the match to save a point potentially. Um, and then in the 94th minute, Lanzini kicks probably one of the goals of the season to level the scores against their, you know, their rivals, are, that's, that's really up there. And considering um, being 3-0 down in 16 minutes, imagine how demoralising that would feel for a team to be, you know, most games don't even go get to 3-0. They were 3-0 down in the first quarter of an hour. Being able to have the resilience to come back and get a point out of that, especially with Lanzini's goal, it's up there. And that's why it's my man, uh, match of the season. Now, what do we have last? Goal of the season. Um, you want to do yours first because it rolls right off mine. Yes. Uh, it was uh, Manuel Lanzini. Yeah. Um, in the game against Tottenham. Um, yeah, obviously at the 94th minute coming on. Uh, he was a last-minute nominee on the West Ham's list. Um and scored in injury time um, to motivate. It was pretty pretty impressive. Um, yeah, Tottenham led the game 
for large parts, as you were saying. Um, and West Ham had the last chance to salvage a point when they got a free kick in the 94th minute. Uh, Cresswell crossed the ball into the mix, um, but it was headed out by Spurs' uh, back line, but then, obviously, Lanzini came on and scored and then took his shirt off and revealed all his tattoos. Went completely nuts. Yeah, I remember because I watched that game live. I mean, watching it live gives it a whole different feeling because, like, knowing you saw that when it happened, but, yeah, still unreal nonetheless. Uh, My goal of the season... Also relates to Tottenham, uh, Eric Lamella, his uh, little Rabona against Arsenal, I believe it was. Um, <coughs> ball gets crossed across the box, across the goalkeeper. Um, looks like he's going to strike it with his right foot, but he places his right next to the ball, tucks his left around and goes straight into the bottom corner. Um, reason I've gone for that one is because you never see it. Mm-hmm. You never see a Rabona uh, being not only played in the Premier League, but pulled off to this point where he scores. Um, that's pretty impressive. So that's basically all we've got It is for this one. Um, next week, we'll be back with some Champions League, Europa League recap, three new Premier League teams. We'll have that all set. Um, we'll be getting ready for the Euros and the Copa America if it goes if it ahead. Goes ahead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for those next week, and we'll see you. Ciao. Ciao.